Welcome to Are We There Yet? An exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Tess Dugan. I'm your anime expert, D. Hollander Gonzalez. And I'm Brenda McCullough, your better anime made by the same creator called Yu Yu Hakusho. Damn. Coming out swinging right up Coming top. out hot. You saw Coming the episode out. title. You know what show we're watching. You know. Fists out. <laughs> Newsflash, Brendan likes Yu Yu Hakusho. If Who you were not aware. <laughs> it's so good, though. <laughs> the opening is the best. Those boys are so gay for each other. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them. <laughs> it's you got the pairing. You got Yurameshi Kobar. You got Hiei and Kurama. They're a quadruple. That's not a mm. thing. Maybe I haven't watched enough of it to get that feeling. But Yusuke feels so straight to me. He does. Yeah, he does. Kuwabar is gay as hell, though. <laughs> is so gay for Yusuke. Kuwabar is struggling with something. <laughs> you don't just ball your eyes out at your rival's funeral like that and not yeah. have feelings. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Uh, anyway, what are we I doing I lost here? the plot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Yu Yu Hakusho, have you yeah. seen this one? Uh, where, uh, where, we're watching something familiar. How so? Have we watched it before? No. <laughs> Dare say, we're the reason it exists. <laughs> <laughs> Finally playing our hand. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, we're watching uh, Hunter Hunter, which uh, was a, a, a show we worked on. It, it, I, I scheduled a lot of the dub sessions. I would say maybe not half, a little less than half. Mm. But, ugh. Sorry, uh, 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 flashbacks. Flashbacks. Uh, Remember. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, this is a, a, a series that came out in 99 and then was remade in 2011 and everyone was like, yeah, this one. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, so yeah, what, uh, what is your familiarity with the series? Um, I know it exists. I've never watched it. Um, my claim to fame is that I'm in... One of the movies. I'm in <laughs> Hunter Hunter, The Last Mission. I play a newscaster with a name. Her name is Sujino. Um, yeah. If I've never seen it, <laughs> my performance, because I don't want to watch the whole movie and I can't find it within the movie. So if you, she says her name. And I remember because the director wanted me to say it many, many times. And then I had to come in and say it again because he had me saying it wrong. Gina. LOL. <laughs> um, and I see... certainly scheduled both those sessions. hey <laughs> If you see, if you watch the movie and find that, clip it for me and send it to, to I don't know, tweet it to the podcast Twitter so I can watch it. <laughs> it's not good. Don't expect it to be good. I don't think it was a very good performance. It's my only one, so... <laughs> Long story short, I've never watched Hunter Hunter. <laughs> my claim to fame with the show is I got water for the people recording it. Hey! <laughs> That's That's I'm sure I did. I did also <laughs> at some point. I also have just a mountain of free time and have watched all of the series. So I'm, I'm ready to explain a lot. <laughs> 
We might need a safe word for when I ramble, because it will happen. Because <laughs> it's a lot going on in this show. The safe word is stop. <laughs> Cease. Jesus. God. Please. Shush. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I I I started watching it when I was like, yeah, I care about things. I, well, now I care about things I work on. But <laughs> at the time when I was lying to myself, I was like, oh hey, uh, this show, um, I'll watch it a little bit. And then I got like uh, three or four in and stopped. So um, I mean, that was like most of it, right? This isn't uh, notably hundred and forty something episodes. Yeah, series. this one's a. This one's a tight nine. <laughs> <laughs> Just knock it out on a, a long weekend. Uh, um, yeah. yeah it, so I, in in the spirit of uh, of jumping around with uh, Future Diary last week, mm-hmm. I wanted to do some messing around as well because this show is notable for just several tone shifts as the arcs of the narrative change you get yeah got your phantom troop yeah got your greed city you got your notable chimera ant arc <laughs> uh and yeah i i wanted to do a little a little a little tease a little sample test like uh uh brendan picked out for one piece so i i chose <laughs> it went so well yeah, <laughs> the best. Uh, so yeah, we uh, we're watching episodes four eighty five in the finale one eighty or one forty eight. Uh, and what? Why? Why are we so obsessed with finales? Do you ask? Mm. The last few weeks, mm. and that's because the uh, objective fact that two fifty is a nice round number. And this is episode 240 of this podcast. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to start winding things down. Uh, uh, we're Hey, you've listened to us for the last, like, three years, because we've been doing it for about five. Uh, we've been struggling that entire time. We're, we're, we're bad. Uh, we're <laughs> Life's hey. hard. Life's got stuff going on. It's not always about <laughs> podcasting, and sometimes that takes priority. Yeah, I think um, I think we've we've done what we set out to do, which is find out if we can make tests like anime, and the answer is no, and that's no. fine. No. Yeah, that answer is um, very clear. And uh, <laughs> in the meantime, I look forward to recreationally watching only anime that I actually want to watch, um, but. Hey, I said this when we made this decision. I'm not going to get too sentimental about it right now. But uh, I have had a very nice time these last five years. And I think 250 is a great, a great time to bring it to a close. So thanks for sticking with us and we'll get sappier about it later. <laughs> Listener, you might be thinking, why end it at 250? Why not go for 300? Listen, it's been five years. I'm going to need you to get off our back. It's we've done time. Tess forever forever tainted from anime. We'll never watch another one after this podcast. D made it into a job and probably has disliked anime for the most part of the last five years. Me, I'm still force feeding that shit to myself. It's bad. It's unhealthy for me, but it's I know nothing else. So I it doesn't matter, but I definitely don't dislike anime. 
I just only want to watch stuff I'm actually interested in. <laughs> I feel like your your sense of what you know now, what you like now is much heightened because you're oh like, yes, you see the red flag. It's like no, immediately not that one. Precisely. <laughs> so this, I mean, this show's taught us all something, and that's great. And we love you guys. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you for putting up with us for this long. Sorry. Fair warning. I'm going to be we, sassy this episode. Yeah, sorry if we shit on a show you like. Uh, if you like Hunter Hunter, you won't like this episode because <laughs> Brendan doesn't like Hunter <laughs> Hunter. Spoiler! Like my opinions. Spoiler, Brendan doesn't like Hunter Hunter. <laughs> Maybe we should watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already getting yeah. rambly. Yeah, yeah we're, we're going to watch these episodes uh, while we still can. All right, see you soon. <laughs> see you soon. Very best to oh. find my absent dad. <laughs> it, Hello, uh, we're we're back. It's hey. applicable to both shows. Uh, what this I'll, one and Hunter Hunter? Or Yu Yu Hakusho? Pokemon. Oh, Pokemon. I thought you meant our podcast show. Oh, <laughs> that we're all trying to find our absent dads. No, I know where mine is. <laughs> I'm not trying to find him. Mine's um around he's not absent <laughs> my dad's pretty cool <laughs> yep i spoke with my present father five minutes before this record hey yeah. i called mine earlier he's not absent he's just republican which is maybe worse uh, anyway what's it is his name bob bob it is bob <laughs> i remember <laughs> bob you gotta do better Pick it up. Uh. Well, speaking of doing better, let's <laughs> let's uh, let's weed out the wussies uh, uh-huh. with episode four of Hunter Hunter. Yeah. Also, we haven't mentioned it. There's an X in there. Yep. I was gonna say Hunter X Hunter just to piss off the weebs listening because it's it's very annoying for them. We're taking a very aggressive route in these last ten episodes. <laughs> no one hates weebs more than weebs. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. This was honestly my objective with the podcast. It was, <laughs> I need to build up my portfolio so I can be hostile to anime. <laughs> uh, and just be like, hey, I put in the time. I've done my time. <laughs> who, who are my two friends who like anime? I'm going to turn them against each other, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Tricks on you, we bonded through trauma now. Ha! <laughs> Uh, so we we start episode four. Uh, uh, first few episodes, everyone's just going to the hunter exams because hunters are basically the registered adventurers in this world. Mm-hmm. That that's the concept. That's yep. that's the thing. Um, yeah. So we got our couple main characters uh, who are gonna meet up in this in this first uh, first little chunk. Uh, so they start the exam and this very dainty mustachioed man hmm. uh named Santos I think uh who cares sure. uh <laughs> uh he's like all right the exam starts now follow me through this tunnel and just starts like skipping <laughs> Like but gliding. it's a uh, full sprint speed for like everyone there so they have to jog after him mm-hmm. uh 
and yeah, they're they start the test. They're just running along. It's a it's a, a physical, if you will. Um, and we see one one uh, nerd pulls out his computer. He's like, "Yeah, by my calculations, this will be a 40k march compared to previous years." Uh, so he's like, "All right, I can do that much." Uh, and we. We see our main gang in this first chunk of episodes. Or first, uh, when, whenever. <laughs> there, there's too much of this show. Um, <laughs> uh, so we see uh, uh, Leorio, Matt Mercer. Uh, he's, uh, he's, he's running along. He's in a suit. He, he looks like a businessman. Uh, and we see one of our other mains, Killua, on a skateboard. Hell yeah. <laughs> Just chilling, not putting in the energy like everyone else. And and he's like, hey, have some respect for the test. We're all being trained and watched right now. And he's like, um, he just said, follow me. It's not an endurance thing. And uh, our other main, Gon, is there. And he's like, yeah, we're, we're just following. Oh hey, I want to be, be my best friend for life. Cool, and then they do. <laughs> I um, <laughs> I do appreciate that because it is like that is how twelve year olds bond. Mm. It's like hey, you look cool. You want to be best friends forever. It's like done. <laughs> it's like all right, yeah, that works. <laughs> want to tell off that older guy? <laughs> sure. <laughs> um. So uh, yeah, they keep moving. Uh, yeah. Uh, so they get to the 40k mark and oh they're still going they're they're at 60k oh they're going much farther than previous years so uh you can't train up your stamina uh so uh we start seeing people drop out including the fat nerd with his computer we Uh, hate fat nerds (laughs) yeah go to hell you'll never be a hunter um That's we a see- joke, by the way. I'm a fat nerd. <laughs> Same. <laughs> we see a few people say, like, I don't think I've seen anyone drop out this early in the contest. It's like, we saw 20 other people before this nerd dropped out. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Some people showed up and were like, oh, I didn't, oh, I thought it was going to be mental exams first. All right, goodbye. Yeah, they, like, they, just, wanted, they just wanted to point and laugh at, the, at that guy. Um... But yeah, we see Leorio slowing down too, uh, but uh, Killua and Gon slow down a little bit. Uh, Killua's like, no, leave him behind. Uh, we Only real hunters are going to make it through. Uh, but Leorio gets a burst of energy, just some like, ah, fuck it, this is my one chance, and just uh, sprints up, and Gon uh, grabs his briefcase. Uh so they get to the end of the tunnel. Oh, great. It's stairs. It's lots and lots of stairs for uh, about the same distance. Uh, <laughs> you said that, and it just made me think of lots and lots of trains. <laughs> the VHS tapes. <laughs> God, I... It's lots and lots of stairs. <laughs> staircases here, staircases there, staircases everywhere. I can't imagine why, but I haven't thought about lots and lots of trains in roughly 30 years. Paul and I like to watch compilations of old commercials sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, they they start climbing those stairs, and you you know that's harder than running on a flat surface. So more people drop out, um, and we see Leorio is going up with one of the other mains, Kurapika, uh, and he's like. He's like, hey, what? What's your motivation to be a hunter? <laughs> and Kurapika's like, well, uh, <laughs> boy, do I have something to tell you? <laughs> do I have some just trauma to unload on your strange ass? <laughs> uh, you see my beautiful eyes. Well, uh, they're so beautiful that uh, when we get uh, riled up, they turn a brilliant scarlet. So beautiful, they're insanely valuable on the black market. So my entire uh, clan has been hunted for their eyes. Because the color's pretty. I have a question. I believe Kurapika (laughs) says that it is considered one of the eight most beautiful colors in the world. Mm -hmm. I would like to know what the other seven are. I'm very curious about this world where there's a designated most beautiful eight colors in the world. There's an objective list of most beautiful things. Yes. I imagine one is like the flash of green of a sunset over the ocean. But then I want like number two to be like blue cheese. What? Just like a very mundane object. The beautiful blue that runs through the blue cheese, the gorgonzola. I just love if he just listed just fancy names for all the rainbow colors. He's like, ah, the most beautiful colors in the world. Scarlet. Copper. Uh." Can't even Uh, think of one for yellow. (laughs) Just thinking of a different language. He's got just a thesaurus out. (laughs) I mean, that's what I was about to turn to, so... uh, Mm -hmm. Can't can't blame him. Um... So, uh, uh, anime. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so they are hunted for their eyes and sold on the black market. And, oh, them, uh, Kurapika's gonna avenge them and collect their eyes back so they may rest in peace. Um, and Leario's like, oh, cool. I'm in it for money. <laughs> I respect it. Mm-hmm. Fair. But Kurapika's like, but no, you're like an anime protagonist at this point. At this point, any of us could be the lead. So, like, uh, uh, no, what's your real motivation? He's like, nothing. It's just money. So I could have prevented the preventable death of my best friend as a child. Oh, wait, I do have a motive. Okay. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, uh, his uh, childhood friend died from a curable disease He's like, oh, I wanted to get into healthcare to cure this disease from the world so no one else would suffer. But uh, capitalism, uh, gotta be rich to uh, do doctor stuff. So uh, I need that money. I kind Uh, of, sorry. I, I was gonna say, I kind of love that, like, it's specifically that he wants to use money to, like, get into the medical field and not that he, like, wants to give money to the families of people who, like, have that disease. Mm-hmm. I just think that specifically is, like, so good that it's like, I need money to go to medical school. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, he wrote down, uh, to become a doctor, you have to already be 
you already have to have an obscene amount of money. I was like, uh-huh. what a wild fantasy world where that's super <laughs> not true and doesn't happen. Doctors aren't mostly rich because they already are rich from an established family. That's not at all the case. Don't look up those statistics. You'll no. Um, yeah, I also like how he said, like, I'll be a doctor and do the surgery, and then I'll tell him, it's free. You don't have to pay me. I'm like, good, good luck at any luck. hospital. <laughs> the doctor doesn't own all that equipment. Uh, so, um, so uh, Killua and Gone are going up the stairs, and Killua is disappointed the test isn't harder. Uh, and says, oh, I'm not here to be a hunter. I just heard this was a really difficult test, and I wanted a challenge. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm the edgy, ooh, I'm the, I'm gonna be great one. Uh, and, uh, Gone, uh, is, it's established in the first few episodes and just reiterated, uh, their dad was a hunter and, uh, abandoned them. So, uh, he needs to... Follow in his footsteps and the not at all sad uh, uh, goal of seeing what's so great about being a hunter that you would abandon your family. <laughs> and he says it like that a mm-hmm. lot. <laughs> it must be awesome. It must be great. God knows my aunt who raised me single-handedly, she can eat shit. She's dead to me now, just like my father was. <laughs> I gotta see what he's all about. Uh, so they get to the top of the stairs and... Um, yeah, uh, uh, they're, they finally get outside. Uh, they're like, all right, don't, don't get too restful. We still have a ways to go. Uh, cause we're at the edge of Swindler's Swamp and we just see a big, big old, big old mucky lake place. Uh, and he's like, oh, yep, we gotta go through this swamp. It's full of notorious trickster animals and creatures, and they're going to try to lure you away and kill you. This is not from The Hobbit. Don't look it up. Um, and then uh, we see uh, oh, a beat-up guy poke his head around the corner, and he's like, don't, no, don't listen to that thing. I'm the real instructor. That's one of the trickster monsters that's trying to trick you. Look, I have a corpse of one, and it looks like this ridiculous clown man. Uh, yeah. And it does. I wanted to say real quick with the instructor, he's got like a big curly Q mustache. No mouth. No Just mouth. no mouth. No nope. one talks about it. Never addressed. Yeah, it it's very like My Hero Academia of everyone has their own gimmick. Uh, don't mm. examine it too much. Uh, yeah. Unless it's plot relevant or uh, tragic backstory relevant, uh, but um, one of the uh, you know we you get your classic no they're they're the clone shoot them no I'm real shoot don't shoot me um, and one of the uh, hunter trainees throws out some killer playing cards uh, Santos is able to catch them but the other one can't. Only a real hunter uh, would be able to dodge an attack like that. Got him. <laughs> uh, and Santos is like, yep. Uh, so don't fuck with me, because uh, I'm a real hunter. Hey, dude, you attacked me? Don't do that shit again. All right, let's go. <laughs> You're a thin ice clown boy. And then they run into the swamp, and that's where we end episode four. Ooh, will they make it through the swamp? We won't find out this episode. I assume so. (laughs) Skip ahead. uh, 80-some episodes, so probably. Um, Did you like 
Leorio, Karapika, Killua, and Gon all hanging out together? Cool. This is the only arc that happens. They immediately break up and never hang out again. <laughs> oh. That's not a joke. It's like, Gon and Killua versus the world, and then Karapika and Leorio fuck off and do their own thing. <laughs> like, it's, they still pop in. You'll, like, I was in later episodes, and I was like, yeah, Karapika's around a lot. Um, but, yeah. No, just doing their own stuff on the side. The the Phantom Troop arc is just Karapika. And then everything oh. else is going in Killua. And then Liario shows up at the very end of the series. It's huh. wild. <laughs> Fascinating. Yeah. So, jumping ahead. Uh, episode 85, as is tradition. Uh, <laughs> we get a little recap starting off the episode. Uh, we're in the midst of the Chimera Ant arc. Uh, for you, those of you who don't know, this arc alone is half the series. So, oh boy. Um... We see some chimera ant. These are creatures that eat animals and adapt some of their abilities. The chimera part of their name. Uh, and we see some of them around being introduced to Neferpito. Enjoy me saying that name now because it's only going to get worse. Mm-hmm. Um, introducing themselves, giving uh, saying that's the name the chimera ant queen gave them. Uh, and then we get the chimera ant opening. And then we cut back to the ant hive. They're all having a big meeting. I like that they have an intercom system, and they're calling everyone to the break room <laughs> to talk about the new recruits. Hey, guys, you really got to put your names on the food in the fridge, and remember to put the dates on them. And then when it's old, to throw it out. It's a mess in there, you guys. Come on. Penguin keeps eating old stuff, and his body changes into the old food. We are chimera ants. That's how <laughs> we work. Um, oh, and don't forget, uh, we're having a human for uh, Dave's birthday. Uh, that's <laughs> Buffalo Dave, not Baboon Dave. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Dave B. Um, so they're talking about uh, their new leadership and how there's like a new hierarchy within the Chimera Ants under Nerf. I'm already struggling. Nefertito. Cat girl. Nef. Nef. Nope. Uh, also, fun thing from casting, uh, cat person. This was uh, early non-binary representation. Cat person! Yeah, because there was real confusion of people being like, <laughs> they? What? Because huh? they're like an alien? And it's like... I didn't know that. Uh, I will now respect their pronouns. <laughs> yeah, It's I, that easy, everyone. It's that easy. <laughs> uh, I refer to them as they them in all my notes because i think in a lot of the written stuff it's he but they mm. are very female presenting and also they're a weird alien ant thing like fuck if we know what gender is for them mm-hmm. <laughs> um and this series actually does that respectively uh small tangent there's stuff like in one piece where they're like look a trans character i'm like don't don't give him that respect like oda the author don't give him that respect i don't trust that uh, with this series, actually pretty good with, like, representation, representation and being uh, respectful to it. So, cool. Uh, point for that. Um, and they find out that the Chimera Ants now, they eat a human that knew how to do Nen, which is the magic in this world. And they have adapted that ability. So the Chimera Ants can now use Nen, which is bad for everybody. Uh-oh. Uh, so. Uh-oh, the raccoons learned how to uh, pick up handguns. It's over for us. <laughs> Basically, yes. That's, that's a very good comparison for it. Uh, so we see them uh, trying to awaken the Nen in each other. Uh, cut away to Killawa, Gone, and Kite, who is their new Nen instructor. 
he is a friend of Goen's dad, and they tagged along with him on this mission to try and exterminate the Chimera Ants, because they're an invasive species in this country uh, that can do catastrophic damage to it. Uh, so they're tracking a group of ants back to their nest. Kite is very powerful and can sense them, so he's following behind, leading them. The, the boys are impressed by the control of Nen that Kite has. He's, he's the strongest they've ever seen. He must be a, a Nen master, or maybe even stronger. And we get a little flashback of all the characters they've met up to this point, being like, no, he's stronger than all them too. Like, wow, we've got to learn a lot from him. Uh, and then, buh, already lost my notes. Um, they reminisce. Did, uh, did they mention how strong and good at fighting he is? He's so strong. He is a god to them. Nothing will go wrong, ever. Nothing will <laughs> happen to this man. <laughs> I'm immortal. Uh, they reminisce how they met Kite. Um, they stumbled upon him like when he was fishing uh, from a letter, like a letter of introduction that Goen's dad left them, basically. Uh, and Kite reiterates to them what they're getting into with the Chimera Ants and how dangerous it is. Uh, and that his group of, like, Kite's group has been tracking him this whole time. Uh, he says there isn't time to train these two boys. This isn't a training session. They're in it. They gotta win it. Or they're dead. That's that's all it is. And he brought them along because he thought they'd be useful. Uh, and then Kite reminds them that first tenet of being a hunter is they gotta hunt their prey until the hunt's over. You gotta... You can't bail out on it. Once you start a hunt, you gotta continue. It needs to be a hunter x hunter. Uh, <laughs> Goan asked Kite if that's why uh, Kite hit him the first time he met when Goan was like even a smaller bab. <laughs> and we get a flashback of Goan just like wandering around the forest like, oh boy! And Kite just comes out and sucker punches him. I was like, oh. Uh, and Kite shows him that it's like tiger bear season and there's a mother nearby and you're an idiot and this is the lull of nature and just being like, hey, there's some crazy animals. Like, be on your toes. Don't you know this, child? Itty-bitty boy child. That I just punched in the face? (laughs) Oh, you're crying? Freak. (laughs) And Gon reminisces saying, "Uh, Kite taught him the laws of nature. You know, in Gene's place. His father, who wasn't there for him, ever. Because Gene is a shitty, shitty dad. (laughs) Uh, And then Kite gives Gon Gene's hunter license. Because Gene was like, give this back to me when we meet up. And Kite was like, will do. And then forgot for like 20 years. Uh, and he's like, hey, you're you're hunting after your dad. You'll see him before I will. Give this back to him. And uh, Goan takes it. Says he'll he'll give it back to him after he finishes this job. So he can become stronger to meet his dad. And then we cut back to the ants. They're fighting, trying to awaken the men in each other. And Neferpito senses something. of like, oh, something's on the perimeter. I'll be right back. You guys... You guys keep training. And they run off. And uh, as they run off, we cut right back to Kite, who senses Neferpito's movement. Tells the boys, get out of here, a monster's approaching. It's dangerous. And of course, being two little boys, they go, whoa. And Neferpito just appears in front of them. Just like 20 miles away (laughs) from the ant hill. They just like flew over. And uh, goes diving right in and Kite pushes them out of the way, uh, saving the boys and losing his arm. Arm is gone, just completely severed in one shot. But he's so strong and powerful. They established that. How could this happen? He'll live forever. Uh, Neferpito sees new prey, and Gona starts freaking out. He's charging up. He's getting ready for a big old fight. Uh, And he sees Kite's severed arm and starts freaking out more. Uh, Killua, being a little more rational, knocks him out and runs, because this is not a fight they can win. Uh, So Killua runs off while Kite uh, fights Neferpito. And... (laughs) Again, this was shown earlier. We missed that episode. 
uh, Kite's weapon of choice is a weird sentient clown that randomly changes into different weapons. Cool. So, yeah. <laughs> it's really weird looking. Yeah. Uh, it starts raining, which is always good and not foreboding at all. We see Killua running back, uh, thinking they got overconfident because they beat some weaker ants and they thought they were hot shit. And then he found out they're worth even less than a one-armed kite. That's uh, why so Neferpito stayed to fight him. And he's realizing, he got humbled. He's realizing how, how weak they actually still are. And we see uh, the sun rising. So it's been like a full night of Kilowog running back. And we see him escaping the country. He gets to like the border of this country we saw in previous episode. Uh, and uh, Goen still passed out on his back. And Kilowog calls up Kite's group who were coming to meet them. Uh, saying like what tells him what happened and that Kite got left behind and lost his arm. And they said they're on their way with reinforcements. Sure enough, they show up uh, right after that. And we see three new characters step out of the truck. Or, well, two new characters. Uh, one of them is the chairman of the Hunter organization. He's a little old guy in a bunch of robes. He's crazy. <laughs> uh, and then we got Moral, which is a big older guy with sunglasses. And uh, Nav, who is the Ida of the group. He's a black-haired, glasses, straight-laced businessman. He looks exactly like Kiyoya from Oron High School Host Club. Yep, that's yeah. the Ida. Uh, <laughs> but even, even more. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they tell him, like, oh, you got a couple of kids out here. This ain't a game, kids. You gotta go home. And they're like, oh, stop teasing them. Uh, they're probably out here for good reason. Uh, and Kilowatt tells them about Neferpito, saying how strong they are, and saying, like, ever since he was able to sense Nen, he's never sensed anyone stronger as strong as Neferpito, including the chairman. So it's kind of like, oh, shit. Uh, and he's worried about them even fighting him. Uh, and uh, Nav is saying, like, oh, you're just panicking because you're in a state of you know, worry, you're in shock, so you're probably just exaggerating. Uh, Moral says, like, you can't predict Nen battles. They're unpredictable. You never know what will happen. So just having power levels isn't enough to determine a fight, uh, especially because Nen have some crazy-ass powers. Uh, Kilowatt tells the chairman he's not going out to stop him from fighting. Chairman says... Uh, they have to stop chimera ants from eating humans because uh, then they grow more powerful, adapting their abilities. So that's why they're only sending in three of them instead of, like, a whole army because they don't want to throw 20 guys at an ant. They all get eaten and that ant's 20 times stronger. So they got an elite elite task force going into the... Before he leaves, the chairman throws uh, Kilowatt two tokens or two tiles and says there's two assassins in a nearby city. Why don't he? Why don't those boys go there, take on those assassins, and prove themselves strong enough to be in this fight against the ant. Uh, so Killua does just that. He goes to the town. Uh, Goen is still knocked out. He thinks about what Moral said about uh, him running away from a b- fight and being worse than a loser because uh, he just gave up on the fight and didn't even try. Uh, and then Goen wakes up and thanks Killua for knocking him out because he knew he wouldn't be able to control himself and would be hindering Kite in that fight. That's mm. the last thing you want to do. Uh, and Killua... Sometimes the best support for the homies is no support for the homies. <laughs> Damn. It's the show True Love. You have to abandon the ones you care about. Just like Goen's death. Uh, Killamon. <laughs> that they abandoned Kite. Uh, he's like, Kite's probably dead. And Goen is like, no way. Kite's immortal. He's still alive. <laughs> he probably fought them and just got really injured and now is in hiding trying to recover his power. So we have to go back in there and we have to find Kite and bring him back. Because there's, there's no way he lost that fight. He absolutely won that fight. Uh, so they have to get... Sh- they have to go find these assassins, get stronger, and then rescue Kite. Uh, reflecting on what he said, Killua falls more and more in love with Gon, 
Uh, and <laughs> truly, he wonders <laughs> if he can stay by, go inside for all they go through. And uh, we see like a little message board at the beginning of the city that Kilowatt came into uh, with a message from the assassins, basically saying like, "We welcome your challenge. Like, come and find us." Uh, so they're ready to fight these boys. Cut to the battlefield between Kite and Neferpito. We hear one of the Chimera ants talking about building a freezer chamber uh, for all the new uh, experiments and trinkets that Neferpito's been acquiring. And Neferpito's sitting by a tree, uh, stroking the severed head of Kite, saying, Yeah, I guess I've gotten pretty strong. What? He's dead. What? <gasps> we don't even see the fight. That's how fast it was. What the hell? Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Hey, there's that human they got for Dave's birthday. (laughs) (coughs) I wasn't going to say hi to him, but you got a human. I might swing by now. (laughs) (laughs) Just for a bite. A little nibble. Um, All right. So from episode 85, we're going to the end. 148, baby. You think there's going to be like a cool fight in this one? (laughs) Hmm. Big finale. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be. Yeah, absolutely. It's fighter x fighter. <laughs> uh, there's no opening at the beginning. That's how you know it's serious. <laughs> Real serious. Time. We need We're all the time we can get. Yeah. Um, there's a lovely island, a house, a voiceover of Gone and his aunt. I was like, his mom. And then I remembered when you said his aunt raised him. Yeah. Not a Who's- chimera aunt, though. <laughs> Relational. <laughs> Who's his mom? Truly, no one knows or cares. It's never addressed, ever. Great. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, he's they're, they're talking about him wanting to be a hunter. And we hear Gon say, It must be so cool if he left me to do it. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, the coolest. Yeah. Um, and I think his aunt is like, wow, just like your pappy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and his dad, Jing, Jing, Jean, Jean, but it's, it's spelled like Jean. the dumbest way. Okay, it is just Jean, though. It's just Jean, yeah. Oh, but it's okay. This, this show gets yeah. real fast and loose with how words exist. <laughs> Great. So <laughs> I Jean. think it's spelled Ging. It, yeah, that's how it's spelled. Yeah. Um. So yeah, his dad, Jean, did become a great hunter. Um. And we see him. He turns to the camera and says to come find him. Gon wakes up in his bed. Turns out it was a dream. He oh. stares wistfully out the window. And he's like, I gotta find my daddy. Dad. Um, it's time. It's time. He is going up a very long path. He has memories of all of his little adventures. Look at what the boy has been through. Aren't you proud of him? <laughs> uh... And I'm sure I'd be going crazy and crying if I were someone who watched the whole show and, like, super cared. Like, I see that for them, you know? You get what they were going for. Yeah. Um, And then I was like, oh, this is just, like, episode four. Using his endurance. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Climb up this tree. Full circle, at least for us. (laughs) We got something. There, There was a weird amount of overlaps between... 85 and this episode. Yes. I was like, oh, that ties like, together. Hey! Uh, yeah. um, so he gets to a kiosk at the top of the path, and the guy tells him that anyone under 18 cannot pass, but Gon's gotta climb the top of the big tree. 
God. The world tree. I liked that the man in the kiosk was reading Parasite. Yeah. The manga. A little Easter egg. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gone shows this guy his pro hunter license, and the guy is very apologetic. Completely changes his tune about letting Gone climb the big tree. Um, Gone stares wistfully again out into the valley before he starts the climb. Um, and the guy recommends just free climbing instead of using any footholds or anything. That's how the guy that's at the top right now did it. <gasps> Who could that be? Real so, quick. It yeah. adds truly nothing to the conversation. This guy's got a vest and a big old hat and looks like Toad from Mario. Wow. <laughs> 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 Mario. <laughs> you want to climb the tree? <laughs> okay. Sorry, I could do a better one, but it would have to be so loud, and I just <laughs> not gonna do that. It is for the sake of everyone. Yeah. Um, so he jumps up. Here he goes, climbing the top of the big tree. The view is nutty. Um, the boy is gripping onto nothing and pulling himself up. It's very funny looking. Um, he feels the life in the tree. He feels all the connections within the tree. He just needs to follow the tree's guidance. I will say, through these three episodes we watch, the music is very nice. The mm-hmm, background mm-hmm. music. Um, he comes across someone on a leaf asking for help. Gone presses the help button on the guy's bracelet. He also got one too at the kiosk, but we know that he doesn't need that. He's strong. He's a strong young lad. He's gone through so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... Yeah, we see someone come get the guy who was asking for help, and Gon waves him off. Um, Gon is almost at the top, and he thinks it looks weird. Um, it's a nest. He's looking at it from the bottom, and it's the bottom of a nest. He gets up there, and there's a bunch of goofy, big old goofy baby birds. Just angry birds themselves. I like them. <laughs> <laughs> um, they look like little Easter eggs. Cute colors. You think it'd be like a thunderbird or like a phoenix, a legendary no. bird at the world tree. It's like, this is a dumpy little peep marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> um, and his dad's there. And I hate this man <laughs> as soon as he arrives. Um, it's literally just going with like stubble. That's what I was going to say. I especially <laughs> hate that he just looks like gone, but disheveled. <laughs> <laughs> going after a rough three years on Like, the it's not even like... He doesn't even look old. Like, if he if his face was, like, more angular and, like, maybe had, like, some wrinkles, mm-hmm. like, that would make me feel differently. But he literally, it's just <laughs> Gon's head on a taller body with yeah, some this, stubble. This is just a different anime protagonist from a different show. Still, still a teenager, but uh, <laughs> he has stubble, so he's a man. Yeah. This is Gon trying to sneak into an R-rated movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um... And he's like, oh, you're finally here. I got tired of waiting. And Gon just looks so happy to see him. <laughs> this this silly little boy is so happy to see his papa. <laughs> papa, father. Um, his dad gives him an apple. And they look out at the view again. They're above the clouds. Wow. Um, and then Gon asks his dad what he wants. And his dad says... I want whatever I don't have, son. <laughs> cool. Um, and I think I'd the... like a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
The rest of the episode is just them having a conversation. So, he says he wanted to become a hunter because it could get him to a place he really wanted to see. A royal family's burial ground. And he tells the story of how he became a pro hunter so he could get the money that he needed to do the research in there. And when he was 15, he set up a non-profit to do research and repair the tomb. Okay. There is a lot of discussion in this series finale about non-profits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a lengthy talk. Uh. Um, and he's like, I just needed a bunch of weirdos who wanted to know the truth of the tomb and could keep my secrets. <laughs> I don't need the strongest. I don't need the wealthiest. I needed the freaks. It's like, <laughs> kind of, I guess. Great. Um, and he's like, I'll do anything to get what I want, but then I like completely lose interest in what I'm doing, which is why I abandoned you, I guess. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, and he, like, made a lot of friends through this project. They were all a lot older than him, but they helped him create the nonprofit and even gave donations. And they got into the tomb eventually, and he was so happy, but not because he got to see the tomb, because he got to see the happy faces of his colleagues. The friendship. It's all about, hey, I'm not going to say it yet. We gotta hold off on the (laughs) platitude. Hold on. Um, So he says that all these people still work for the company for free? Okay. Um, And he says this is the most important thing wasn't the tomb and what was inside. It was the friends he made along the way. And I put in my notes, wow, 148 episodes for this. <laughs> this, listen. And this remember, just... he made friends in episode four, meaning <laughs> we could have skipped 140 stuff if him and Kil- if uh, him and Kilwa were like, hey, fuck this. What if we like want to play video games? Yeah. <laughs> same, same results. Same. A lot less traumatic. Yeah, I just am like, I can't believe this is the last episode. Why? This could have been like halfway through, and Mm -hmm. then there could have been cooler stuff. Don't worry. Uh, Quick to abandon any of those friends they met along the way, immediately after meeting them. (laughs) Because like, hey, he says there's a lot cooler stuff out there, too. Yeah, so we'll get there. (laughs) Gon remembers his buds. His eyes sparkle. It truly is the friends he made along the way. Uh, so now what, Dad? Asks Gon. Uh, his dad says that that'll take some time to explain. Uh, and he talks about the world tree and about how the one that they're on isn't even, um, the actual, like, thing. This is just a sapling that stopped growing and it could have been way bigger. Um, it reaches, a, a fully grown world tree would reach outside of the atmosphere and it's outside of the world map that Gon is familiar with. Jean tells him about the ants, you know, from the Chimera arc, um, and says they're essentially aliens. And that's the truth they don't tell you in school. <laughs> I love it because this, this boy has never been to school a day in his life. <laughs> he hasn't learned anything in school. I also just don't trust... I hate that phrasing. Anyone that says that. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. 
it's either a worldly traveler who's like everything I've experienced is the true world or a conspiracy nut who's like the shadow government's hiding the truth like it's never precisely yes um so he's just talking a bunch of silly shit it's just all silly he's just platitudes he's just saying the world is much bigger than what everyone here knows there are there are books of people traveling to beyond where we are and I again the thing I always want is what I don't have. And I said in my notes, you waited your whole life for this, Gone. Is it worth it? <laughs> is this what you wanted? Is this the reunion you craved? Yeah. Um, um, and apparently quick, the answer is, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> real quick, I'd like to share an image with you two. Okay. Uh, I wanted to get the live reaction. Um, a friend of mine who has bad taste is still reading this manga. Um and they show a panel in it of what the scale of the world is outside of what Gene's talking about. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to hear your reaction to what it was. Because it's nutty that the entire series of Hunter x Hunter up to this point oh. is this small, microscopic like collection of islands in the middle of this gigantic lake, which is surrounded by another continent that no one's ever seen. Huh. <sighs> <laughs> The size is what I expected. <laughs> That's quite... There's a lot more, it sounds like. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, when I played Witcher 3, I spent uh, too long in the starting tutorial world being like, yeah, this is a large place that surely more <laughs> of the game will be in, right? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. It's so much. Jeez. Um, Gene is like... I don't have everything I need to do my beyond traveling, though. I need the means, permission, qualifications, and a contract. I don't have any of that yet. So in the meantime, I'm just going to keep going. Keep trucking. Enjoy the ride. You know, kid, that's life. That's not um, exact, but... It's pretty close. Pretty close. Uh, There's there's apparently a lot of bureaucracy in this worldly adventurer world where... even even this world traveler who's abandoned all meaningful things in his life still needs permission, qualifications, and the contract to do anything. Yeah, I think I think making a world where adventurers are like licensed is is interesting, but also <laughs> like it would maybe would be interesting to have a something about the adventurers being like, why is it like this? Hey, maybe it doesn't need to be like this, and then maybe the the show could be about that. Question that ever happened? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> he, um, yeah, he tells Gon to enjoy the side trips. Things that are more important than what you're hunting for could be there on the side of the road. Uh, and then the mommy bird comes back just as the sun sets. And Gon gives Gene his pro hunter license. The one that we oh. saw Kite give him in episode 85. Wow. Wow. Serendipitous. Incredible. Um, they sit up there, Gon tells Gene about his adventures, Gene tells his son about his father-son bonding, you know. Um, and then we see the sun rise over a mountain, and the, the opening song plays, and then the credits roll. We see Gon's aunt gets, like, a postcard from him. That's nice. Um, and we see clips of other characters. Um, businessmen doing business things. <laughs> uh looks like the chairman died. 
he dies fighting the Chimera Anteater. Okay, rip to that guy. <laughs> real quick, because um, it sure. annoys me, and I just... I, real quick. Uh, he fights the Chimera Anteater. Everything in the fight is pointless. The way he stops him is by putting a nuclear bomb in his heart laced with poison. So he mm. blows himself up to kill the Chimera Anteater. Joke's on him. It doesn't work, and the Chimera Anteater revives fine. That's just like in Future Diary when Ninth blows herself up to open the bank and it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Chimera dies by the poison like three days later or something stupid. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, people are like on iPads and laptops. We see Kalua with a girl. Um, Leorio? Uh, oh, real quick. Uh, yeah, Kalua, sure. That's uh, his sister who was uh, born male, so... Like I said, the representation. Hey! Very respectful of that. Well, hey. Killua is. The rest of their family shitty. But no! Killua <laughs> teaches them a lesson about respect. Hmm, that's good. Um, is that his name, Leorio? Yeah. We see him make a phone call. <laughs> he, he's in an office. I guess he made money. Good for Back him. Back to business. <laughs> yep. Um, and I cannot reconcile that there's, like, we see, like, a big city and smartphones, and I'm like, that's so weird. (laughs) Um, it's like in Afro Samurai, where they have flip phones. Oh, yeah. Um, it looks like Kurapika found all the eyes or whatever. That's good. Hooray! Love that for them, him. Um. Kurapika's another one where I believe it's him, he, him, but then... The voice actor is female, so a lot of people get an androgynous mix. It honestly could work either way. Like it's yeah, it could work. Yeah, um, uh, pretty much what I know about Kurapika, I think, is that uh, people ship them with Leorio. Yeah, yeah, that's what I know. <laughs> they spend um, about twelve episodes together, so I guess that's enough time. <laughs> um, people ship anybody. That's not. It does. Yeah, <laughs> it, doesn't it doesn't matter. Take long. Um, there are some people. Two two girls paying their respects at a grave. A guy walks up, he turns into, like, a bunny deer werewolf-looking thing, and they're gonna keep it his secret. I gotta wonder what this looks like for people who don't know the context. I was like, oh, he's hot. He turned, he turned into the thing, and I was like, oh, wow. So it's, it's Black Canary, that's Kilowatt's butler. Uh, the grave she's at is of the guy who comes up, because he died. And then that animal is one from the Swindler Swamp, who can shapeshift into people. And it just is presumed that he takes oh. on that other butler's identity. All right. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> Weird. Um, then, in a dark room, we see two hands holding on to each other with coins that say King and Shinobi. I would like to know what this is. That is the Chimera Ant Leader. After the bomb blows up, he gets poisoned. He goes back to his base where he continues playing a fictional game. They spend like three real episodes teaching you how to play, and it's gibberish, um, (laughs) because he fell in love with the master of that game, who was a blind girl. And when he goes back, he plays with her, because he's in love with her, and then the poison from him kills her as well. So they die together in this room, playing the game. Hey. Hey, I like that. (laughs) That's nice. (laughs) It could be nice if it didn't take 64 episodes to do. Mm. Um... I was like, God, this cast of characters is wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's so much happening. Um, and then it ends and we hear his dad say the same thing before. As if we didn't just hear it about the <laughs> thing about the what you're looking for might just be on this, the side of the road. <laughs> so keep your eye out. 
And that's the end of Hunter Hunter. That's the end of the series. Uh, real quick, another addendum. Uh, we see K- uh, Kite's gang of friends like mm-hmm. watching the sunset as well. There's a small redheaded girl with him now. That's Kite. He got reincarnated into her somehow. Hell yeah! Um, Sick. And then Killua and his sister are out exploring the world. Uh, fun fact, uh, his sister houses a crazy wish-granting demon. And Killua is the only one who's able to keep uh, her calm in the demon, I bet. Yup. Uh-huh. That so. makes... Yeah, of course. Standard. Yeah. yeah. I also do that, and my brothers help me control it also. <laughs> I don't have a sister, so maybe that's... that's Every, everyone who is born a younger sister has that, so... <laughs> <laughs> the burden you must bear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, are we weebex weeb yet? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, seeing how we finished this entire series, and I'm going to claim that uh, for the rest of my life. Ah, uh, what a lovely show. Um, honestly, like, seeing these side by side, the tone holds up a little bit. It, like, it definitely gets more serious, as you would expect mm. a coming-of-age series two. But, like, it doesn't feel like completely disparate like i know that's also not in the depth of that arc that gets very dark so i don't know if there are just like oh yeah this is just uh these kids are going through pure torture uh stuff but uh yeah it i don't know it's fun it's cute it's good yeah i i have no context for any of it so (laughs) like i gauge I, like, watching the last episode, just because we <laughs> have seen what we've seen, and, you know, we, we're, we like, seeing it through the perspective of Brendan, who didn't get a lot out of this program. <laughs> don't, don't look through my perspective. I will ruin everything. <laughs> but I, like I said when I was saying the stuff about, like, seeing all the little memories, like, I can see how this ending would be, like exciting for people like oh Gon finally got to meet his dad the whole reason he wanted to become a hunter in the first place i don't know if people like his dad i would hope not he's he's so shitty (laughs) yeah he was not good um but i mean this this type of show just isn't for me in the first place uh Mm -hmm. uh, like i'm not a huge fan of action type shows and also it's very very long which is also not something i enjoy (laughs) in an anime against it for you (laughs) but you know i can i can see the appeal for the people who do like it i made this comparison while we were in the break that it's kind of like a haiku and i've compared things to haiku in this way before where it's just like there are so many characters that if you don't like one character you can attach yourself to another and Mm -hmm. You know, whoever you enjoy, you just, you love them, and there they are. Um, So, yeah, good for you if you like it. I see nothing wrong with it. (laughs) Especially especially because there's good trans representation. That's really cool. It's very rare. Like, it's it's cool that there's a show that has, like, I mean, maybe it has other problematic qualities, but from my eyes, I don't see anything wrong with it. So I say, good for you. Continue enjoying it. So I mean, there's some sure. bad things. <laughs> I mean, as long it's as anime, you can admit right? it, that's my biggest thing. It, it, Tess is right; it is anime. So like, there being a pedophile in it isn't too weird. Oh, um, right. <laughs> but again, as long as you can be like, yeah, that's weird and bad. That's, that's bad. fine. It's the bad You're part. You're allowed to that. keep enjoying things. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I watched it because I loved Yu Yu Hakusho, and I've heard people praise the series so much, and it's it got such a big fandom. I'm like, it's got to be great. And I fully acknowledge that I, I made myself watch all of it, and I easily could have jumped ship when I started not liking it, and then mm-hmm. I kept watching it, and mm-hmm. any of my exaggerated feelings for it are my own fault. Very aware of that, and fully acknowledge that. You're just resentful. <laughs> I Not even resentful, because it's like, I could have been doing something better. No, my free time's was useless. I, I <laughs> exist to consume media. I would have done nothing else with it. Um, but it's just, it's... It's a big problem that Tessie you pointed out with other series where it's like they go into very intimate detail about the Nen system and then you meet Killua's sister who's like, hey, I just grant wishes that defy everything. It's like, okay, fuck it, I guess. Like, <laughs> I guess this means nothing now. Um, and stuff like that where I'm like, it's just real backslidey. Um, a huge problem I have is the Chimera arc being 61 episodes and the whole series being 140. Like, one arc being half of a season is insane to me, mm-hmm. regardless of the quality, even though I do specifically hate the Chimera arc for different reasons. Um, but yeah, it's it's not Bleach. Bleach <laughs> has a fire in my soul of hatred. I definitely acknowledge good stuff in Hunter x Hunter. Uh, Killua and Gohan's relationship, it's just real fun and pure. Like, they're real great together. So I fully see like people loving them and attaching to those characters. It's wild to me that it's like, here are the four main boys. Cool. Karapika and uh, Leorio, they can go fuck off. Karapika will come back for one season. Leorio comes back to punch Gohan's dad in the face. That's cool. Nice. Um, and that's <laughs> it. That's all they do. It's like, what? So that just blows my mind, writing-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I won't get too into it. I got a fair amount of complaints with series. Overall, I'm not a huge fan of it. But there are definitely good stuff in it to enjoy, and there are great moments so like i'm not surprised it's popular but it definitely flabbergasted me after watching it all Mm. also i watched it all in like two weeks or something like i could have easily spaced this out (laughs) yeah you're a a glutton for punishment i guess (laughs) i have so few hobbies (laughs) i need to go outside someday let's get brandon into knitting uh, if you have a hobby recommendation for Brendan, <laughs> uh, bring it bring it to our social medias. Are we there yet? Uh, at Gmail is our email. Uh, whatever. Um, but <laughs> yeah, uh, TikTok, Tumblr, you'll find us there. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Honey Period D or on Tumblr at Honey D. Honey spelled H U N N I E. As we said, we're wrapping up the podcast, so stop telling us to watch stuff yeah sorry um, <laughs> can find me on twitch are we there yet i moderate for a few streamers and cause a whole lot of shenanigans over there for them it's fun thank you to camille ruley for our artwork and thank you to louis zong for our theme song stories you can find all of louis music at louisong.bandcamp.com thank you and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime bye x bye <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.